This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 990, How to Avoid Confusing English Traps. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. There are traps in the English language. Can you always assume that a word will follow its prefix? Find out what the random traps are and how to avoid falling into them in today's episode. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey, Michelle, looks like we're getting into the end of July here. And <laughs> August is my favorite month because that's my birthday month. Yay! So, yeah, <laughs> Happy almost birthday. Seven on 37. August 3rd. Nice. I know. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Nice, yes. nice, nice. Do you have any special plans? I don't know yet because we are recording this quite a bit oh, in that's advance right. here. <laughs> um, but hopefully I will. Maybe I'll just go down to the beach, uh, the South Shore, <clears throat> and spend time with my family. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Exciting. So uh, I have a random, very random question. Okay. Um, are you somebody who tends to like when you're organizing your things, do you get things tangled up a lot? Um, like, for example, yes. necklaces or yeah, you do? Headphones. Oh my gosh. Oh, totally. My headphones all the time. <laughs> I just had to, I just had to unravel my headphones actually because they were all tangled up. Yeah, exactly. You had to unravel them because they were tangled. And that happens to me all the time. Maybe things like, um, I don't know, like cords, right? For yep. your computer it drives me nuts. That's why I try to keep the twist tie on it now so I can oh. keep the whole, <clears throat> the whole thing on together. So it doesn't feel so, it just feels messy and it drives me nuts. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I've lost so many necklaces due to just like having them getting like get tangled up. Like, yeah, yep, oh totally. god, mm -hmm. yeah. And then it's just like there, you know, that's kind of the end. Like, you know, if yeah. you really can't get them fixed. Um, so we're gonna get into that a little bit more in a minute. But first, we want to thank a very special person. Yeah, I want to say a very special thanks to our transcriptionist and her team. So Chris is our transcriptionist and she works on our transcriptions. She does an amazing job and a special thanks as well to Brian who edits them. And I want to highlight that we are going to be getting started guys on adding the transcriptions to the app, the new iOS app. And Chris is working very hard to create a solution for us where we can add those to the app. And I just want to say thank you. I mean, Michelle, we couldn't do this without our team. 
team. And it's just so nice to know that we have a great, highly skilled and reliable team helping us out here at All Ears English so that you guys can get the best possible podcast. How do you feel about that, Michelle? What do you think? Oh, it's really important, guys. There's a whole team here and, you know, everybody, everybody plays a very important role. And so, yeah, we really thank everybody and, and, you know, especially, uh, well, well, for today, uh, Chris with the transcription. Exactly, exactly. So thank you to Chris. And yeah, so let's keep going. So guys, look out for that. The transcripts are going to be available soon inside select episodes of the iOS app. So get over there now, download the app at allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses to make sure that you get to try them out inside the app. It is going to be so cool. Great, great, great. All right. Can't wait. So let's get into it for today, Lindsay. So today we have a question from a listener, Keishu, um, really interesting, um, very specific question um, that I'm looking forward to talking about with you today. So could you read it for us? Yeah. And I just want to say that Keishu was in our power weekend in Japan. Oh, yeah. Keishu was one of our students and he's been sending some great questions since then. So thank you, Keishu. Thank you. Thank you for being motivated and engaged. That's awesome. Okay. Mm -hmm. Question. Hi, Lindsay. I have a question. I can't understand the difference between ravel and unravel. I guess the prefix un means the opposite of something, but I think ravel and unravel don't mean the opposite. It's very confusing for me. I appreciate your help. Thank you. Regards, Keishu. Okay, cool. Oh, boy. Yes, very good question. And it's complicated as well. Don't you think, Lindsay? (laughs) For sure. Yeah, good question. And we love digging into these complications of English. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah. So when I when I looked into this a little bit, um, I saw somewhere that it said that ravel can be a synonym and an antonym of unravel. Okay, but because it can mm. mean to untangle something or to get something tangled. And it's, oh my gosh, how I can that know. be? I mean, it's a little bit, it's a little bit complicated. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not <laughs> quite sure that I understand it myself. So, and it says a uh, ravel can also be a noun, which means a tangle or a complication. Okay, but so. You know, there, we can, we can, you know, go into this more and talk about if it's a synonym or an antonym or what the dictionary says, because that's not what this is about. Okay. We want to, we're going to take this in a little bit of a different direction here. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, uh, really getting into, uh, nuances that I don't know that people really use, especially for this word. What do you think, Lindsay? Exactly. I mean, guys, sometimes English can be really crazy and one word can like, sometimes it's very unclear whether it's a synonym or an antonym means the same or the opposite. But I personally, Michelle, don't really use the word ravel. No, I don't think that I ever say ravel. (laughs) Yeah, I actually didn't even know that that was a word. Me (laughs) Until Keisha taught us. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, Keisha. Um, Yeah, but Unravel, yes, right? So untangle, unravel, when we want to uh, get our our headphones here into just a straight line instead of a big ball of uh, wire, then I would say unravel or untangle. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I would not say unravel really ever. Um, uh, then there are other definitions of unravel that we can do a different way. Like I think like emotionally you can kind of unravel <laughs> or yeah. something like that. But today more we're going to, you know, th- with this it's more about like getting something tangled or, you know, getting something not to be untangled or whatever. Um, huh. So just quickly, um, you know, according to the dictionary, just like a few other ways to say untangle. You could say undo. What else, Lindsay? 
unwind untangle like we said or you could say untie um oh boy okay Mm -hmm. so you know just to give just to give a basic you know things you know but uh, uh, you know some basic ways that you could say similar things but you know what we really want to take some time with today is you know talking about these words that sound like they mean one thing but they mean the opposite or something else okay and and why is this important to know If you want to keep learning after today's episode and take it one step further, get the 100 most common phrases in English. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash one zero zero. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, this is huge because you don't want to, uh, well, we, we, we need to use the word properly, right? You don't want to use a word that you think you're saying the opposite, right? Right, right. Um, oh my gosh, of course, of course. Eng- English is so tricky. You know, this is true, Michelle. And that's why we're pointing this out so you guys can be more savvy when you're out on the street speaking English. Right, right. And I think a lot, you know, of times when we're learning, you know, we talk about prefixes and suffixes, and especially, you know, here with pre uh, prefix, you know, you know, we pick up patterns and we use these patterns to make guesses about what words mm-hmm. mean. And this is excellent. I mean, yeah. this is an excellent, excellent, excellent way to learn. Yeah, you have but to do that. Yeah. There are some times when it seems like the word would be easy to guess, but it's actually wrong. Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know, we learn the patterns because it's a pretty, you know, safe bet that you might be able to get a good guess of a word, but it is not a hundred percent. And that's what this is about today. And you guys are at the level where you can learn some of these words that confuse even native speakers. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah. I mean, you know, in here in the States, we have to take the SAT. Did you have to take the SAT when you finished oh, yeah. high school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's still a thing now. So, um, when I studied for the SAT, I memorized all these suffixes and prefixes so that I would be able to guess meanings of words. Mm-hmm. That's the point. It's a strategic way to uh, yeah. maximize your vocabulary. But you're right, Michelle, it doesn't always work. There's the occasional wild card yep. where <laughs> and we're going to show you guys a few of them so you can be aware of them. OK, so that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so these are some of the key ones that when I was looking into it, I found that I think would be really good to go over. So, um, yeah, these could be using like a prefix that, you know, may just not work the way that, you know, you, you would think or just, you know, a completely different word or whatever it may be. So let's go through them. So, um, Lindsay, what's the first one? The first one is invaluable. Well, it sounds to me like that should mean not valuable. Like if I'm going with this this theory that in means not, I would say that means it's not valuable. Am I right? <laughs> that's what I would think, but it, that's not what it means at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. It means the opposite, right? It means the opposite. It actually means greater than valuable. So yeah. for example, I could say I had a lot of valuable jewelry that was lost in the fire, but nothing is as invaluable as my life. So you're saying it means more than just valuable, right? It means extremely valuable. Extremely valuable. Extremely valuable. What do you well, think, Lindsay? 
who decided on this? Who decided to make English so weird in this, in this <laughs> word? I mean, <laughs> who did this? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why this happened. Yeah. I mean, so, but that that's the meaning. So if you saw invaluable, you would have a different guess of what it means. But we want to let you know, look out for that. That's a key one. That doesn't mean what you think. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go. I think our listeners are, are interested now. They're ready for number two. What's another one yeah, that we right. have to watch out for? Mm-hmm. Infamous. Oh. oh, it sounds like there's the word famous in there, but you pronounced it differently. Right. I didn't say infamous. I said infamous. Mm, okay. So oh, what does gosh. this mean? So this doesn't mean someone who's not famous. Okay. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. means famous for in a, in a bad way. Mm, okay. For example, <laughs> for example, Donald Trump is infamous, infamous <laughs> for tweeting at all times of the day and night. Oh gosh. Right. So mm. I mean, maybe uh maybe to people who like that, maybe they wouldn't say he's infamous for it. Yeah, but yeah. If you say yes. infamous, then you're kind of giving this uh I you know, your feeling about it, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, let's keep going then. So guys, watch out for that one. Infamous and famous. Pronunciation's different. But infamous doesn't mean the opposite of famous. It means famous in a bad way. (laughs) Right, right, right. So very interesting, that one. Okay, so this next one is is, is kind of a one that I don't hear that much. Um, Mm. What is it, Lindsay? Disinterested. Okay. Okay. Disinterested. Mm. Does that mean not interested? No, it kind of means unbiased. Yeah. Yeah, like you are neutral. Kind of a neutral Mm. thing. Yeah, like, oh, oh, I'm not picking anything. I'm disinterested. You choose. Oh, okay. Interesting. So if you hmm. want to say you're not interested, you would say uninterested. Oh, okay. Okay. That's that's good to know, right? I'm uh-huh. uninterested in this or I'm not interested, but then disinterested, unbiased. I wow. feel like I could, you know, get this one screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've made this mistake before. I'm not sure. What about you, oh. Lindsay? I, I think I have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, how about the next one? Oh, God, this one. This, this is important. Is a public safety notice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. I know this one is very important. It's very important. Okay, well, tell us about it, Lindsay. Well, we have the word inflammable. Ooh. Okay. So if we say that chemical is highly inflammable, <laughs> yep. we're not we're not saying we're saying that it could uh, ignite in flames, right? We're not yes. saying it's not it's not able to ignite in flames, right, Michelle? Yeah, it's dangerous. Exactly, because it sounds like it might mean that it can't, you know, go into flames. But yeah. it's actually it's almost like you know, just it can this could happen, you know, it can catch, catch fire. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So this so luckily, one's very, in- very important. I feel like that might be why on like certain like spray bottles, they put like a picture ah, as well of a person yes. getting blown away from an explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> okay. So yeah, really focus on that one, guys. And then, and then, so the last one is, um, one that I guess we could do a whole episode on maybe, but I wanted to touch on it today is this word irregardless. But that's not a word. It's not even a word, right? right? So, but it's something that you may see or you may hear. So it's getting a tad off the topic here, but it's very Mm -hmm. important. And it reminded me, this reminded me of this word or this not word, excuse me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
Don't yeah. use this word. This is not a word. What is the word, Lindsay? It's, it's not a word. The word is regardless. So the person is kind of trying to make it a double negative because it, this is the word that's used by uneducated people. I'm just going to come out and say it. If you hear it, it's probably, it's just not, it doesn't sound good. This is a warning, guys. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to say that actually, I, I, I think some educated people use it because you they do? think it sounds because more educated. What? I, I, I think I've heard it that way. And I think that's why it gets so confused. I mean, wh- when I looked into it, it said, you know, it's almost become a word, but it's not. What? I mean, it's wrong and it's not accepted, but like it's used very frequently. So who knows? Maybe one day they'll just say, fine, that's the word. I don't know, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, language changes, I guess, but it yeah. doesn't really ma- I mean, none of these make sense, right? But just don't use this one. The other no. ones you can use, they're fine. This one no, is not a word. It's you a word. It's, yeah. So just stick with regardless. So regardless yeah. of the outcome, I'm still glad I participated because I got a chance to meet nice people. That's right. a good example. Okay. Right. So, yeah. so, and that, when I say I've heard ed- educated people use it, I don't mean that I hear that and so it's okay. Just to be clear, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, that's not what I mean. I don't mean like, oh yeah, I hear it. So it's all good. It's, it's not, it's still not. It's kind of one of those things where you, when you, when you hear somebody say that, you're like, uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound good. It doesn't yeah. sound good. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So those are some of the words. Uh, Lindsay, what's the takeaway for today? Well, the takeaway is, guys, learn prefixes because they're very useful. Like that strategy is super useful, but also know that it's not always going to work. There's going to be these wild card words, and we've shown you five of them. There are probably 25 more, right? Yeah. Or 50 more, I don't know, that are going to confuse you and are going to mean something different than what they should mean based on that prefix. Um, But that's okay. I mean, that's language. It's okay to get confused, but just be aware, guys. Right, right, right. You know, always be, you know, even as you get more and more advanced, you know, this is just a good way to keep you on your toes, as we say. And as you learn more and more, just always, you know, question everything that you hear, you know, don't let it stress you out. Like, yeah, but you know, there's just realize that there's, you know, there's always something new to learn. Yeah, you got it, Michelle. This is great. Oh, such an interesting episode. I mean, I love it. English <laughs> uh-huh. has a lot of uh, traps, let's call them. And oh, we yeah. want to make oh, sure that goodness, you guys yeah. don't fall into those traps here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, this has been fun. And thank you again to Keishu for that question. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Yeah, sounds great, Michelle. Talk to you soon. All bye. Right, bye, Lindsay. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.